Hey everyone, this is Francesca Lynn recording the intro for this episode of You're Making Me Hungry. I'm recording it from my phone on my bed because I am tired, but I am very, very excited. This was an episode I really, really wanted to do. Um, I wanted to do an episode where we just got a whole bunch of questions from people who had questions about food or podcasting or just general questions for us. I uh, quickly learned that um, no one really had any questions for me. So they're almost all entirely questions of things you would ask a pro chef, um, our, our own Tom Hall. Uh, what we did is I asked most of the questions and I had Tom answer them. Um, I love doing this, um, mostly because I love attention and I am so glad that we got to do this. Um, please listen. It's got a lot of tips and tricks and things that you might not think of. Um, and please, um, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts leave a review. It really helps us out. Um, and thank you all for listening. Okay. So I like it when we start with small talk. Yeah. <laughs> Should we have a small talk about the president? presidential election presidential election it gives me a lot of anxiety because i i like am very would you to not have donald trump be your president but then i also watch interviews with joe biden and i'm like what is happening um but i realized whoever he picks as vp is probably going to be like a really great choice I don't like that he hasn't announced it yet. Yeah, like, let us know. Someone was saying something, and this is just someone tweeting, I didn't, and I don't know, because I did not look too deeply at it. Someone was saying that he might be waiting so he can now announce, like, everybody, like, a whole, like, heroes roster of, like, everyone he would have. And I'm like, that's actually kind of an interesting thing to think about, but it's just like, I want to know. Is he that smart, though? I don't know. I think a lot of the people that probably advise him are yeah, the people sure. behind it. Like he's not a dumb man. I just don't like. I, I like. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> is what <laughs> like what is happening with you, sir? Um, but yeah, that and that makes me very like kind of freaked out. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to like stay conscious about all that stuff, but like not let it overtake my life. Because I end up just looking and reading stuff on the news, like, all day. Like, I'll just have it on in the background, like, all day long. And I'm like, this is maybe not good for my mental health. I just got Sling TV so I could watch the news and sports. Oh, and yeah. I made the mistake of watching the news for, like, six hours the other day. <laughs> uh, and it was, it was cool, but it was also, like, a fucking drag. Yeah. I also realized that now I, like, can't handle... I can only handle things that are maybe meant for people who, like, can't, like, just, like, just, like, really low-stakes TV. Like, I've watched, I've, like, rewatched like, every, like, like, um, MCU movie. Like, I rewatched like, the Avengers movies. I'm like, this is about all I can handle right now. I, like, been rewatching Vanderpump Rules again. I'm like, yeah, this, this is fine. Um, yeah, I watch, 
I fell asleep watching the most recent Fantastic Four. Oh, I saw your tweets about that this morning. Terrible. Mm. It's real bad. I never, I've never seen a Fantastic Four movie because I don't understand it. Is it DC or Marvel? That's <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's Marvel. It's Marvel, but it's weird because they're not in the same universe. They're not in the MCU universe because of the way the rights are, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, the way for a long time Spider-Man was never in the MCU, Fantastic Four is in the same kind of situation. But, like, so in the comics, are they in the They're same? all, like, together, and they know, like, they all know each other <laughs> and stuff. So, like, the Avengers know the Fantastic Four? Yeah, the Fantastic Four. Like, the Avengers know, like, the X-Men. Oh, really? Yeah, like, they're all, like, together. (laughs) I thought it was DC. (laughs) I don't know anything about Yeah, that's okay, yeah. Um, I have fallen asleep during every, like, Avengers or MCU See, that only happens to me with, like, action moves that I find boring. I feel like I... For what I think it's like the droning noises and stuff, but it's like I have fallen asleep during every single Transformers movie. Um, <laughs> and also Batman versus Superman. That I movie, didn't even know that movie came out. It's weird. I didn't realize there was one that was like a like a Justice League one with all of like there was like another one too that I was like this came out like this was a movie. There was like a Batman Superman movie, and I. It was funny because the guy I was dating at the time like hated superhero movies, and um, but I really wanted to go see it, and like I guess he like looked over like forty five minutes in, and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't remember anything about that movie, but I was yeah I was trying to watch some of the other stuff, and I did not I did not enjoy <laughs> it. The Fantastic Four movie was like like this is like a movie like I don't understand. But I'm excited for our episode of You're Making Hungry. Uh, I'm excited too. I'm also nervous. Well, I don't know why you're nervous. This is a thing that I wanted to do, um, like an Ask Me Anything. We got um, questions from just friends and also people from the internet of things that you'd want to ask. Like, I originally I said, like, things you wanted to ask us, and I quickly learned that, like, no one wants to ask me anything. They're like, what do you, you don't, like, know anything, Francesca, about any of these food stuff, but if I, I said, like, hey, ask a pro chef, people were like, oh, yes, and I got, like, a million more responses, so. Uh, who's, who's the pro chef that you You're got? the pro chef. Oh, I'm just a, I'm just a cook, guys. You're, like, not the first person that was like, are you, like, who are you guys getting for this episode? And I was like, Tom's been working in kitchens for, like, um, over a decade now, um, so we're gonna ask him. <laughs> Um, but I did get some questions that are from, like, that I think both of us could answer. Um, I know Tom didn't really want to know who, um, it was, but this one is from, uh, I guess one of our, like, really good buddies, so I wanted to say, like, shout out to Taylor. Taylor wanted to know, like, what are, you, like, our go-to 7-Eleven purchases? Uh, you go first. Oh. <laughs> I think, like, for a meal, and people, I think people think this is gross, but, like, I like the pizza. I get either the pizza or a hot dog if I wanted to eat, like, hot food there. Mm-hmm. That's what I would get. I also, um, a lot of times with a 7-Eleven, if I'm there, it's usually because I'm either, it's, like, very, very late at night, um, like, back in the day when things were open, or it's, like, in the middle of the day and I need to, like, get back to work. So I usually would get, like, it's kind of boring, but, like, 
like a big bottle of water, but then also like a sugar-free Red Bull, and then some other kind of snack, like combos is usually a good go-to. Um, but also, yeah, the, the pizza or the hot dog is my hot food go-to. I, I always get, well, I don't always get, but when I do get hot food, uh, it's taquitos. I usually get four. Um, three of the cream cheese jalapeno, and then a third or a fourth wild card. Their Hello. breakfast pizza is also very good. I've never gotten the breakfast pizza. I have to get. I have to get that. It's yeah, good. and they usually have it like throughout the day because it doesn't sell. <laughs> um, but it's very good. And uh, but usually just candy and candy and a can of coffee. Yeah, I don't get the Slurpees as much as I probably should because I actually really like them. I do not like Slurpees. I enjoy I a Slurpee. I like the texture of it. I think it's nice. They make my stomach hurt. Mm-mm. Something fierce. Mm-mm. I very rarely get a stomach ache from food, though. I think I've, I've talked about this. So, like, I like never like I have to have actual actual food poisoning for my stomach to really hurt, and that's only happened to me maybe like once ever. Um, and even if I did, like, don't feel super great, I can, I can always eat. That's, like, kind of my life motto. Like, I can always eat. Um, I wonder if the audio will pick up the thunder that we can hear. Um, this other question is a very general, general one, um, that, um, someone asks is, why do I hate cooking so much help? Uh, because it's a lot of work. You gotta think about it. Uh, you gotta prep everything, and at the end of the day, you don't wanna do anything. And if you're having a party, it's stressful because you're like, what if people don't like it? That's my, I don't know. I like everything I cook, but I'm also like, I hate doing this because I'm trying to impress other people usually. Yeah, I think it also, if you start thinking about it as like the prep and like making of it versus the actual time you spend eating it, you start to be like, I hate this. And then you're like, oh, I have this pile of dishes. Yeah, why do I do this? So, um, I like cooking for the most part, um, because it's like when I started being like, hey, this is like a creative outlet, but I also have to do it to stay alive. So that to me, and like, I, I made that into like part of like being relaxed. But yeah, it's, I also think that just some people, like, you're never going to like it, and it's, like, just not fun for you, but my advice to make you, like, hate it less is to try and figure out, like, what, what prep, you, what, as much prep as possible that you can do in advance, or, like, when you're, like, not, like, when you're not, like, not up to it, like, the easiest things to do, and then go from there. Um, that's, yeah, that's the things that I found that really worked. And also, like, you don't have to be, like, super, like, if making a whole bunch of stuff in advance works for you, and, like, doing that meal prep stuff, then do that. I, like, hate that, and I find that more overwhelming. I don't, the thing I don't like about meal prepping, and, like, I've said I want to do it, um... If I meal prep on Sunday by Wednesday, I'm not gonna want what I had in mind. Not at all. Not at all. I'm just gonna eat like I'm just gonna eat things that are like probably not very good for me, or I'm just gonna eat things that it's like not a real meal. Like I'll eat like a whole box of Ritz crackers and be like, I'm done. This is my dinner. Yeah, that's not even. And then even if there's like something like that's healthier or probably tastier in the like I don't want to eat it I don't want to look at it anymore it's like ugh also you can just get a crock pot and that's very easy yeah it's only one dish and you kind of just forget about it crock pot is yeah crock pot's really good yeah so I think identifying the things that you hate the most 
is probably important, and then trying to minimize that. Like, if you hate dishes, maybe get a crock pot and get those crock pot liners. They make those uh, yeah. foil liners, and you just throw them away. I understand that that's maybe not the most eco-friendly, but you can also recycle aluminum foil at least. Yeah. The next question... What shortcuts do you think are okay to take for home cooks, or especially what shortcuts do you take yourself when it comes to cooking? Uh, pre-cut vegetables, like uh, like pre-shaped Brussels sprouts, for example, is awesome because cleaning, cutting and cleaning Brussels sprouts is my least favorite thing to do because they're so goddamn small. And same with onions. I love cutting onions, but... Do you love cutting onions? I very much like it. It's my favorite thing to cut, I think. Really? Um... And, yeah, I just, I really like cutting stuff. But <laughs> if I'm in a pinch, then, or if I'm just feeling lazy, then buy pre-cut stuff. Uh, pre-marinated chicken and stuff, like, just do it. Because it's going to taste good. Uh, maybe better than what you would have done. And I speak from experience. I've definitely marinated stuff that was not as flavorful as I wanted. And then I bought the exact same pre-marinated chicken, and it was fucking awesome. That's awesome. Okay. I would never thought, I would never think to buy one of those pre-marinated things. Like, I would never think to do that. Um, also, pre-made sauces, like pre-made, like, curry sauce and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just, just do it. Especially, like, there's, like, really good ones now, and there's, like, ones that you, you can sometimes go and get, like, smaller markets or, like, the farmer's market, and, like, someone's, like, really just, like, making, like, their mom's recipe. They're, like, so delicious. Like, if you can find, the, like, and you can look at the ingredients and be like, oh, this doesn't actually have anything, like, any weird preservatives or ingredients in it. And it's like, oh, that's delicious. Yeah, I do that a lot with making things a little bit easier. Um, ooh, Ever refuse an order? No. Even though I've wanted to so many times. <laughs> uh, no. You gotta, you gotta make it. I did come very close a couple weeks ago. Um, so we have a cheesesteak on the menu. Standard beef, cheese, onions. And this person wanted lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, and like all of this. You know, it's, it's not a big deal, but it's also not on the menu. <laughs> We also don't have tomatoes on any of the sandwiches. Oh. We do have tomatoes for, like, a tomato basil salad, but it's, like, you just looked at this menu item and then wanted it on here, so you're just going to... Like, again, it's not a big deal, but it's, like, a Saturday night at 8.30 when we're fucking busy, and it's like, fuck off. Also, this person worked there. Oh. And she was staying on her day off, and it's like, you know you suck. <laughs> not only are you going out to a restaurant during a pandemic, you're going to the restaurant where you work on a Saturday when it's busy, and you're ordering this special fucking thing. That's the only reason I almost refused it, was because I knew she worked there. Um... But also, it's my job to make food. And <laughs> no matter how many orders I've wanted to refuse because of quote-unquote allergies, <laughs> I can't. I can't morally do it, and I will never fuck up someone's food. Or, like... Yeah. And then, like, I won't ever spit in anyone's food or, like, pick something up off the floor. Oh, and my God. Food. And I have talked and worked with people that do that. Oh, my I've God. Never, I've never worked with anyone that has spit in food. Oh, my God. So that's cool. That makes me feel um, ill. <laughs> but I have seen people pick food up off the floor and serve it, and I'm like, uh, why? Uh, why would you do that? Um, 
And also, and we're, when we're saying the allergies, we're not talking about people with legitimate food allergies, because that is a real thing. We're talking about these people that, like, I heard a story about, like, this woman um, who, like, was, like, really, like, I'm allergic to citrus and couldn't have all these things and someone cared about it, but then she was ordering margaritas. Oh. Like, she couldn't have citrus in her, like, food, and she was, but she was, like, downing margaritas, that and she was, was just... Uh, that was Brian. Yeah, yeah, that story, yeah, that story, but then I've, I've heard similar things now. I read a Twitter thread that was the same thing, and, and but it was, like, it was limes and, like, a gin and tonic, mm-hmm. and I was just, like, what is that? How does, like, how, like, so she, like, these people are just being, like weirdly controlling and picky just because they can not because and it's bad for people who have real allergies is what we were talking about before like because then people are like nothing is not serious like things that are deadly to them could be mixed in with their food and people are like oh it's just someone being picky like that's really I think that's really really entitled and annoying and people that don't they don't like tomatoes so they say they're allergic to it but then cover everything in ketchup yeah like what? What is happening? Or like eat pot like that? Yeah. Oh, so how do I work in a kitchen without formal cook, formal cooking training? Like how to c- transition from say dishwasher to cook, etc. Uh, you get a job as a dishwasher, and you ask the your boss if you can start doing prep, and they'll be like, "Fuck yeah, you can." <laughs> and then you just kind of work up from there. Yeah. Like, and being a prep cook rules. You don't necessarily get paid as much, but working the line sucks. Uh, it is fun, but it's it's the stressful part. Prepping, yeah, but that it's very easy to yeah. work your way up in a kitchen if you're not totally stupid. Yeah, I would also say that it's probably maybe in some ways in a, a restaurant town like Richmond, it's probably like maybe easier here than other places to do that because we have so many I'm not sure what things are going on with our economy but it seems like still places need or like we need a cook we need like we need more people we need more like prep cooks like constantly and so it depends probably on maybe the way your city is but yeah that's kind of how everyone I know that's gone to and I mean some of them have gone on to manage or own their own places and they all kind of like they didn't necessarily have culinary school experience at all yeah yeah it means just if you're a hardworking dishwasher, first of all, if you're a dishwasher, you should expect to be doing prep anyway. Yeah. Especially, like, pretty much every restaurant I've worked in in Richmond, the dishwasher does it, like, even just, like, cutting fries or something. Yeah. Like, that. like, you'll... They're doing something. Yeah. You're going to work your way up, even if you don't want to. <laughs> oh. Thoughts on the pineapple pizza? Big fan. I'm also a big fan, and I don't think that's controversial. Like, I don't think anyone who regularly listens to this would be like, oh, it's shocking that they would like pineapple pizza. It's like, no, um, we are not food snobs. But, yeah, I'm a big fan. Like, I think it's really good. I think um, I like ham a lot, too. So mm-hmm. uh, just ham and pineapple together, delicious. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't, I don't get people what are people really are really against, against it. it. I get hot fruit. It's weird. But that's sweet and savory, baby. It's delicious. Yeah. It's also, like... Like, we're not suggesting you go to Italy and do it. So that's what my thing, too. It's like, it's not like, you're not eating, like, an authentic Italian pizza anyways. It's a very, pizza is, um, like, the pizza that pineapple pizza is already, is already on, like, a very Americanized thing. So, like, you're not, like, become, like, 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 killing something sacred. Like, get over yourself. Eat it. Eat it. It's delicious. <laughs> 
How do you, how, how do I cook onions without sobbing like a big baby? Have a sharp knife and a wet knife. A sharp, so the knife has to be wet? If you wet the blade, it'll like, uh, sharp, like if your knife is sharp as shit, it's, it'll be fine. Um, and if it's wet, so when you're cutting an onion, the sulfur, some kind of acid that's in the onion is what makes you cry. And if your knife is sharp, it doesn't like, uh, like bruise the acid and that's what kind of like makes your eyes water. And if it's wet, it kind of like encapsulates that. What? I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I was, I would have thought, I almost didn't put that question in there because I was like, I, th- I just thought maybe some people are more sensitive to it because it really is not a thing that bothers, tends to not bother me. Uh, I, I'm so glad. Oh my God. Now I'm going to, now we know. How do you avoid a panic attack before prep is even started? or some good music to kind of soothe yourself and enjoy it. Yeah, I imagine maybe, like, starting, like, a, like doing a little bit of a ritual before, even if it's, like, in your car before you get there, like, doing some deep breathing, if that's a thing that makes you nervous. Or just stretch or something. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to do it, so just make it fun. Yeah, that's... I think that's super good advice. Okay. What is the most delicious depression meal I can make... And then the, in parentheses it says, by that I mean something that takes zero cooking or prep. Get a rice cooker and a bag of rice and a can of beans. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> uh, rice and beans is my favorite meal. Uh, even depression or not, I just, rice and beans is so easy. I don't have to think because you just pour a cup of rice in the rice cooker, two cups of water on top of that, or chicken stock. And you push it down, and it cooks the rice perfectly. You drain your beans and throw it in a saute pan, and heat them up, and then mix it with the rice. Put some cheese on it. I don't care. Tommy, you don't put any seasoning in there? It's just rice and beans by itself? Yeah. <laughs> it's a depression. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is why everyone's so depressed. All right, throw chicken. <laughs> buffalo chicken nuggets on it, too. Ooh. Mm. That does sound good. That does sound good. Um... My depression meal things with zero cooking or prep is to do like a um, like charcuterie board, just like having cheese or meats if you eat meats, um, and then also like nuts, and then maybe like put some fruits on there, and then just like make it like a big snack, adults lunchable. That's like my my go to for when I'm just like I can't I I can't do anything. I feel yeah, and then. You can have little bites of whatever you want. That is my go-to. I also think I've mentioned this before. I like, I like a like a like a tuna salad mm. type thing because like yeah, you have to kind of put it together, but you don't really have to. You can just like make it all in one bowl basically, and then just like eat it on Ritz crack, not Ritz crackers, like Triscuits or something. Just like do that and like feel and then start to feel better. I also think maybe in the back of my head I'm like, it's fish. Fish is like a it's got omega threes in it. Maybe maybe I'll be less depressed by the time I finish. I like that thinking. But maybe like I don't know, but at least it's something that like 
is like actually filling because I my other depression meal thing is like like Easy Mac or Annie's Mac or something. Yeah. And I love that, but like you don't necessarily you don't feel better. <laughs> yeah, you can just go to sleep. Yeah, it's just like I'm just eating all of this. I like the uh, tuna fish idea. I'm gonna tuna fish is really good. Next time I go grocery shopping, I want to get some canned tuna. That is my yeah. That is my go-to. Um, sometimes I make it with noodles, like like rotini, and just make the like, basically pasta salad, and that's and I'll just eat that. Have you ever put a hard-boiled egg in your tuna salad? I do that almost every time. It's awesome. I think it's so good. And I also think like eggs are always a really good depression meal thing. Very quick. It's Very so easy. quick, and you're just like I feel like that's like really also like a, oh you need you need to maybe eat some protein because it's like easy when you're depressed. I think because your your serotonin is low, so you're like craving carbs. But then I think you can get like a sugar high and then crash. So like you need to eat some protein in there. If you don't eat um, if you don't eat meat or dairy or whatever, I think nuts are always a good go to. Um, eat some nuts and maybe like try and like and eat some nuts and like some fruit. Is always good, I think. I need to eat more fruit. I always, like, I try to. I try to eat, like, at least, like, a couple servings. But, yeah, I sometimes will, like, forget. And then it'll all go bad and I feel bad about it. I bought a bunch of fruit, like, three weeks ago. And I opened my refrigerator on Saturday night. And I was like, oh, here's all this watermelon and pineapple and blueberries (laughs) I bought. I guess I'm going to throw it away. Yeah, I just got some clementines. But I ended up, what I did is I, I just, like... I opened the bag immediately and I gave like half of them to Clay because I'm, like, I'm not going to eat all these like I feel oppressed by all these like tiny oranges that I'm not going to eat like I always want to buy bananas when I go to the store and then I do and I eat two of them and the rest of them go bad oh, so I will not make banana bread yeah Tom is very anti-making banana bread I love it's making just, banana bread I'm not against making it I just don't like it I will see I love it I'll eat it every day I do have a lot of ideas for banana bread though that I'm not going to talk about because they're my ideas. I realized that my banana bread recipe, which I think is the best banana bread recipe, is like truly like one my mom figured out and altered and then I altered it more. I'm like, I think it is its own recipe by itself. And it is so simple and easy and good that, um, I mean, I'll, I'll probably share it on our Facebook page. If you um, don't follow us on Facebook, go ahead and follow it um, or Instagram because it's like so easy because everyone else, I was trying to find a good recipe for banana bread and these people write these crazy ones with all these like extra stuff in it. And I'm like, I don't understand why. Like I, everyone kept telling me like, get the, do the Chrissy Teigen one. That one has pudding in it, like instant, a packet of instant pudding and like shredded coconut. And I was like, I'm not doing this. Like what? I'm not doing this like weird pothead version of banana bread. Like the point of it is I'm using up these old bananas. Like I don't want to have to go to the store. So yeah, mine is very easy for like, and it has all the just pantry basics, nothing fancy. Speaking of pudding, another depression meal. Uh, snack packs are so cheap. Snack packs are a good thing to so have as a little, yeah. It's a dollar for four of them at Kroger. And it's like a treat, and you don't feel like horrible yeah. afterwards. I bought the butterscotch flavor because I don't know why. Oh, uh, well, my thinking was it's only a dollar. Mm-hmm. So I got it, and it was actually like, pretty good. That's a good, yeah, that's a good one too. Stuff like, yeah, little yogurts and things. Yeah, just try and make it like feel more like a little treat. I think it's always fun. Uh, Several people ask, can you teach me to sharpen my knives? Which, we cannot do that 
by audio, I don't think. I think that would be impossible, but um, we would like to make some videos on how to actually do these things, because I realize um, that I have no idea either, and Tom told me all this knife knowledge things, like, like that I'm supposed to be using my knife steel, like, every time I go to cut something, and I'm like, oh, wow, I've definitely only done that, like, twice <laughs> ever. Um, so, my knives are not good, or, or very, very sharp. Um, so I, I would like us to do that soon. We'll buy a whetstone and film a video. Yes. I also probably need to buy another, I'll just buy a knife, because the ones that I have are, like, weird ones from this Turper image that I don't even know if you can sharpen. <laughs> Send us money, everyone, so we can buy whetstones. Yes, please do. Stuff. Please do. My family, my family is starving. Um, <laughs> that's not true at all. We're, we're actually very well fed. Um. What do you, um, what do they eat for dinner when they come home late and don't have, don't have to cook for anyone but themselves? Tom already said he makes rice and beans, which, are, which is maybe not as helpful for, um, everyone on here. Um, I like, I like, a like, just to saute something quickly if I'm coming home late and I want to eat something just for me. Um, I, like, I like doing things like sausage, like, like a little link of sausage, and then I'll make, like, risotto or something, um, and people think risotto is, like, really hard. It's not. Um, and it's just, like, it just makes you feel like you're having, like, a fancy, <laughs> a fancy night by yourself. You can also do, which I don't, I tend not to do because I don't find it, like, it doesn't really take that long to just do it in a pan. You can do something like risotto just in your Instant Pot, and it takes... I want to say it takes like four minutes or something, and it's just done and it's perfect. Um, and so doing stuff like that in like little portion amounts is really really good. I also do sometimes just like like a salmon, like a roast salmon in the oven. I like to do um, just like roast veggies and some sort of meat in like on like a sheet pan, like doing one of those things. Um, if it's, like, just, I mean, you could do that if there's more than just you, but just me and, like, eating that. Because you kind of just, like, you don't even really have to do that much. And you could, like, pre-chop all your veggies if you wanted to. But then you just, like, put it all on the sheet and put some, like, you know, oil or whatever on it and some seasoning. And you just put it in there. And you just, like, you know, sit around while it's, you don't have to, like, watch it or anything. And that, that to me is, like, good if I feel like I'm, like, I need to actually eat some real food. Rice and beans. Rice and beans. <laughs> okay, what's the biggest misconception of the food industry that people tend to keep believing? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> uh, not every chef is a dick. Uh, if anything, everyone's, like, super chill now. Um, I have worked with chefs recently who have been dicks, uh, and I, it's just a weird ego thing. And I hate it. I don't understand. Like, I, I don't know. I can't really think of what I'm trying to say, but <laughs> no one is really that bad of an asshole anymore. And yeah. That there's been maybe a, an actual change that people have said, because that was, like, kind of the image of chefs for, like, such a really long time, and I'm sure there are chefs like that, but, like, this idea that there's a chef, and you have to, like, and, like, all every command is, like, a yell, and... Like, he's, like, walking up to people and, like, just, like, picking up the plate up and, like, throwing it in the garbage, like, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's definitely, I think, what people think it's going to be like. But they're just, like, straight-up abusive every single day. Yeah, which, you know, they 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 were. 
and I'm sure some chefs still are like that, but for the most part, the people I've worked for and with are just chill. Yeah. It also seems like that would be unsustainable. Yeah. <laughs> like... And I, I feel like everyone is, like, even as far as, like, prep, like, to recipes have gotten chiller. Like, no one, like, sure, like, this is what goes in it, but how you do it, you know, as long as the end result is the same, I'm not going to fucking flip out that you're not whisking it the right way and shit like that. Okay. And, like... Taking shortcuts is fine now. You don't have to do everything by hand. Wow, okay. Like you, it's okay to make a hollandaise and a Vitamix instead of whisking it by hand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I like this one. If someone you're dating cooks you food and you don't like it, do you lie and say that you did? <laughs> uh, no. No. But I also really appreciate when people cook for me. Just be like, even if it's not great, I'm still going to like it and appreciate it because I didn't cook it. (laughs) That's true. That's a good one. Um, This one, I feel like you've kind of already answered this, but how do you get revenge on annoying customers? Can you even do that? Not really as a cook. <laughs> Just in his personal life, he figures out who you are and, like... I mean, if people, like... And has his revenge later. This happened last week. Uh, I got an order for wings, and they weren't spicy enough, so they, the customer asked if we could make it spicier, and I just added a lot of uh, <laughs> Thai chili powder to it. But, I mean, that's not even, like, really revenge. Like, is that what, that's what they well, wanted. But if you add so much to where it makes you cough while you're mixing it, then, yeah, fuck that person. And, like, that is probably the most revengeful thing I've done. It's just, it's just like, like, it's it's really spicy. Yeah, like, you asked for it, and fuck you. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I think we've talked about it before that I don't understand. Like, I don't understand making anything that spicy ever. Like, what are you doing? Like, who, like, what do you have to prove? Um, but <laughs> it's interesting. And I know I had a question that I forgot to ask um, I forgot to write it down, but it was from someone on the internet, um, but also one that I was curious about, too. Like, and he wanted to know, it's my friend Tom, he wanted to know if you could put, like, all the liquid that you're using for your risotto in first, instead of ladling it all in one at a time as you go. Yeah. I feel like that's the only way I've ever made risotto, it's like... Pouring it all in at once. Because when he said that, that's funny because that's what I, like, I always, like, just kind of make it like that, too. Um, But then I was looking at recipes for risottos, and, and, like, it definitely says, like, heat up your liquid and then, like, add it in one ladle at a time. But I'm like, I must have read that one time and be like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm just going to see if it works. Um, Yeah. In my experience, the risotto turns out exactly the same, Um, Tom. But thank you for asking that question. Oh, I think I'm done with questions. I wanted to know... Let's see. Is there a food that you hate cooking? But like eating? 
sure there is, but I can't think of it right now. Um, uh, Spatzel sucks to make, but it's very good. I don't even know what that is. It's like a egg pasta, like oh. a um, egg pasta. I want to eat that. That sounds good. Just, huh? It, it, it's basically pasta. It's hard to... It's a pasta, but it's flour and eggs. I don't like making a lot of fish things because I'm, like, terrified I'm going to mess it up because it's, like, I feel like there's such a small window (laughs) for error with, like, cooking fish, and that's, like, one of my things. So, I mean, other than, like, I feel like salmon, like a salmon, like, you can kind of oven bake it, and, like, I don't mess that one up, but any of the other ones that are more delicate, I'm, like... I love, like, I would eat fish all the time, but I'm like, I, I'm going to mess this up. <laughs> like, and it, so it stresses me out. That's, like, my big one. Back to the question about if you're dating someone and you don't like what they cook to you, be honest with them, because chances are they don't like it either. That's true. Also, every time I cook for someone, I find something I don't like about it. Which I- is why I hate cooking for people. I have learned to be quiet about some of the stuff because, like, I think I am actually a pretty good home cook. But, like, I, especially if I'm making something for my boyfriend, I'm, like, a crazy person when I make, like, I get, like, I get, like, really neurotic about it. And I'm just, like, it's gonna, and something will go, like, a little bit wrong. And I, I, like... Like, that's the only time you'll see me, like, I will be, like, in the kitchen, like, slamming stuff around, and, like, it's, it's really, like, and I'm, like, that's not, that's not an attractive quality. It's, like, my perfectionist side, which, like, manifests in other ways, like, that, like, really comes out. It's, like, externalized. Yeah. It's not good. It's not cute. I made something last week that I was, like, really stoked to make, found the recipe on the internet, and... It called for, like, a dry wine, but I didn't have any. Mm-hmm. So I used vodka and apple cider vinegar instead. And I was like, well, this is going to be weird. And then I ate it. And, like, that didn't make it weird. It was just not a good recipe. <laughs> it was, like, it was it just, eh. I could, like, I followed the recipe exactly besides the wine part. Uh, but I, I, I could have done it better. Like, it was just bland and not good. <laughs> and I guess I'm going to blame myself on this one. But also, I'm going to blame the New York Times for publishing that recipe because it was not good. Yeah, New York Times. Your journalism has gone downhill anyways. Whatever. Um, also, I was run out of articles, <laughs> no matter what. Um, and I refuse to register for you, the paper of record. Um, yeah. I feel like that's my all questions. If you um, guys that are listening to this have more questions, though, you can um, hit us up on Instagram or on Facebook. It's You're Making Me Hungry on either of them, and we would love to. I, like, want to know. Um, and you can also ask. Oh, someone asked us a podcast question, like, how do you attract an audience? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe, I don't know. Have a reality show and then have a podcast <laughs> become be famous first and then people will want to hear what you have to say yeah even though they're those podcasts for the most part are not very good um yeah except for the ones that i listen to <laughs> <laughs> 
um, which I do not. I don't actually listen. Do you listen to a lot of podcasts? No. No. I listen to some, but a lot of them are ones that, like, some of our friends, um, we were talking about before this recorded, Dead Dad Comedy Podcast by our friends Winston Hodges and Amber Hendricks is really, really good. But, and I don't listen to any food ones at all. I'll listen... I'll, like, search chefs and listen to the podcast that they're being interviewed on or, like, they're a guest on. But oh, that's cool. I don't... I typically don't listen to specific food podcasts. Yeah. Like, if Alton Brown's on a podcast, I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah. I'm not gonna listen to every other episode of that podcast. Yeah, I could... Yeah, I could listen to him all day. Um, but... Yeah, but if you have podcast recommendations that are food-related, please go ahead and send those recommendations, too, because I do like listening to hear what other people are doing. That's awesome. Well, Tom, do you have anything else? No, I don't (laughs) think so. I think, yeah. Well, I think Tom has to go and eat some food. He's he's ready for this to be done, because he did not eat any food today, and I don't have any snacks to share. So... Thank you guys for listening to this episode of You're Making Me Hungry. We will see, we'll see, talk to you, we'll, we'll You'll listen to us later. Listen to us later. This episode is brought to you by the RVA Podcast Network. Find more information at rvapodcast.org.